<laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Potato Theology Podcast. Join three friends discussing the nitty gritty of being a disciple of Jesus. Hi, I'm Amy. Hello, I'm Monique. And I'm Zoe. And today we're starting the second part of season two, where we're digging into three attitudes that are contributing to a character that is just so growing in the fullness of what it means to be following Jesus. And today we're looking at this attitude of what it means to be blessed. And we can't wait to dig into that with you. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> and wherever you're joining <laughs> us from today, you're so welcome, whether you're chilling on your sofa, out on a walk or on your commute. And stay tuned to the end and we'll be sharing a sneak peek for the next episode. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. So Amy, where does this topic come from for Ooh. you? For me, well, I guess just seeing all over social media, people keep trying to share this like prosperity gospel, mm. which I think is so damaging, especially in a culture where we can get so much now and, you know, we have this click mentality where you can get what you want immediately you can get validation from social media immediately you can amazon prime something and get it the next day there's this desire to have it now and the gospel like god doesn't promise something now but he does promise stuff in the future and he promises so much more than what we need now and like you know what our wants are he Mm. provides our needs and so i kind of just wanted to be able to share that that isn't what the gospel is like the gospel isn't the prosperity gospel but actually so much more and so much bigger than that Mm. so that's kind of my heart behind it so do you think that that our culture can affect the way we relate to god and that we want things instantly from him lack of patience in prayer life and yeah yeah that is interesting because it i mean we swim in it it's the air we breathe it's like how can it not affect it so you really do have to constantly recalibrate and remember what christianity is actually about like i did a whole essay on christless christianity that we've kind of taken the cross out of christianity mm-hmm. this that um passage in matthew 16 24 to 26 where jesus says anyone who wants to be my disciple take up your cross deny yourself follow me and yet we find that so countercultural, don't we like mm-hmm. to actually think that life isn't about the here and now of pleasure and happiness all the time like jesus didn't promise that yeah what do you think Monique no I I think the same I think it's easy to see where our our like prosperity culture has come from because God is good and he does promise us really good things you know and um he promises us all sorts of things like I always think of John 10 10 whoever's Mm. in Jesus um is promised life and life to the full and obviously our culture is like well life to the full means you know you're holidaying in Bali (laughs) and (laughs) you have the dream job at the age of 22 and all these things so it's easy to say and I mean and whilst that's true, w- we're holding it in tension with the fact that, I mean, Jesus also says there will be suffering and yes, times will be hard yeah. and the, the, the narrow way, the way towards God, the yes. way of discipleship is, is difficult and there'll be sacrifices along the way. Yeah. John sixteen thirty three. he promises in this life you will have trouble, mm. but take heart, I have overcome the world. Oh, amen. But so good. Yeah. <laughs> that's You can be guaranteed you will have trouble and yet... I don't know. I think often when you're trying to explain why you're a Christian, we often explain like, oh, yeah, the blessings and all the good stuff. Mm. But we don't actually do a very good job of talking about that sense that a Christian being a Christian doesn't mean that you have a trouble free Mm. life. Yeah. I mean, even in Isaiah. So Isaiah 41 verse 10, it says, fear not for I'm with you. And like it it instantly says, like, you will be scared. Like Mm. life is scary. There's so much unknown. But he says, like, fear not for I'm with you. Um, 
Be, do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Like there is a promise there mm. of God's goodness that even in the struggles of this world, that he will still be there to hold you and mm. to catch you and to support you. And it's that's his promise. Not that there won't be troubles, but that he will always be there mm. no matter what. And I so I'm like, oh, I'm so blessed. The fact that yeah. even in the struggle, I'm still held by God's righteous right hand. Yeah. Like how cool is that? And it's especially true in what we can see in, in the news today that there is so much turmoil, mm. yet the Christians who are being persecuted and who are kind of coming under fire of attack, that they are held by God's hand and like they are being cared for and supported and that they are blessed in that, not because of their circumstance, but because of who God is mm. in that promise. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds me of the Beatitudes where Jesus just says, blessed are the those who mourn. Mm-hmm. Blessed are those who, you know, are persecuted. Like it's often he starts with that place of lack and loss and actually says that there is blessing in that. that mm-hmm. You will see God. Blessed are the pure in heart. You will see God. And, mm, and yet we often want to, s- we just want it so quickly, don't we? Like the, the f- release or the relief mm-hmm. that yeah. doesn't yeah. often work like that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the the blessings and the sweet things are even more sweeter when they're mm. in the midst of, of difficulty. Yeah. And we only notice them almost when when um, things have been more difficult. And I, I've noticed, like, in times of my life where, I don't know, I've things have been going really, really well, it's so easy to forget about God. And my spiritual life really suffers, actually, when I'm doing really well and everything's kind of succeeding and, and going well. And I've noticed often in life not every area of my life succeeds at once and mm. I, I do think it's it's vital actually for me keeping in, in good relationship with God and relying on him because if everything's peachy you know it's yeah it's different mm. um, I just want to share a little little bible tidbit I discovered a few years ago which I don't know it's really like really impacted me and um, obviously we have this word prosperity we don't really like it mm. <laughs> it's, it carries a lot of baggage and there's that Jeremiah 29 11 passage that people always quote that take out of context God has plans to prosper yeah. you and not to harm you and I was someone gave it to me in a prophecy and I was like oh no <laughs> but then I was like I really wonder what it is in Hebrew you know and I looked it up and uh the word prosper is actually shalom God has plans to shalom us. And I mean, you're probably familiar with the word shalom because of shalom, Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) But um, that one over my head. Yeah, (laughs) over my head as well. (laughs) It's Friday night dinner. (laughs) She's a really weird neighbour and he's Uh, always like, shalom, Jackie. (laughs) Oh, it's it's fullness of peace, isn't it? Like human flourishing. Like, yeah, God's whole holistic reign where he is king and we are, yeah, under him. And um, I just think that's way better i don't want prosperity that's like amazing riches. i'd rather be in god's flourishing shalomness mm. full peace kingdom life um and i thought that was really cool i was like oh we've actually in trying to sell ourselves a good story we've actually sold it short mm. and that's a shame that's such a shame mm. because that is so much more powerful yeah that god peace is so much better than anything you can mm. get in the world like all celebrities are like i still feel empty but yeah. they have everything that the world can offer them so yeah. So we're going to start hashtag shalom on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> no more blessings. <laughs> so what does God promise us? If he doesn't promise us the world blessings, what is it that he does actually promise? Kind of links back to our first series. Like he promises us himself. Like we're sealed with the Holy Spirit that we can have 
access to this immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to the power that's at work within Mm. us that is the holy spirit and uh, yeah our biggest blessing is is him Mm. um and all that he carries with him all the names of of god we can just call on and rely on and get to know in our day-to-day lives um yeah but actually delving into what that means to have him as our inheritance as our blessing um that it's it's a deeper work and it gets away from this sort of shallow discipleship isn't it where it's the sort of your theology comes from the your little insta reels of like 10 second preachers of like yeah claim your freedom today and it sounds really good but actually god wants depth god Mm. wants us to know him like have we sat and behold beholded beholded beheld his well <laughs> yeah yeah so. who he is today yeah. and yeah actually that takes a lot of extra intentionality mm. Mm. yeah and in himself he's peace i think that's one of the blessings i call on the most from mm. god mm. um my husband often says like i have a tendency like if stuff is stressful he's like are you spiraling zeld and i would like spiral and actually I catch myself in those spiraling moments and be like call to mind scriptures that just really ground me in, in peace and actually the the blessing that's been to me to have those to hold on to like an anchor. Mm. It's great. Yeah. I mean, I wrote down in my notes for this episode that God's promises us the fruits of the spirit, mm. but most importantly, his promises are about who he is yeah. and not what he gives us. So... He promises us that he is faithful, he's kind, he's compassionate, he's trustworthy, that he's always with us, that he strengthens us, loves us, gives us wisdom, purpose and life. Yeah. And for me, you know, if God's promising all of those things, that's way more than enough mm. because it's more than anything in this world that can gi- it can give me. Yeah. And so for that, I feel very blessed. Mm. Well, and they're all things that only grow and increase as we mature in our relationship mm. with God. Like, mm. you know, there's we can only ever walk more in his peace and more in his joy yeah. and um, I forgot where I was going with that mm. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah don't stop like yeah. if there's so many different levels going back to that potato analogy like if you've got your little potato and you've become happy with that like don't stop what growth can happen for you mm. if you when you could be a jacket potato yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I think we just get used to certain I don't know ways of being but there's always more mm. he's always beckoning us into into more knowledge of him yeah. he wants to be known by us mm. and I'm always just blown away by that verse in Hebrews 4 it's like we have access we can come boldly with full assurance mm. that the god of the universe wants to see us like nothing can stand in the way of us coming for that access coming for that um desire to know him more and be blessed by him mm. yeah 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 and i mean it comes back to the whole holding intention like blessing and struggle because you know as you go deeper in your christian walk like it does get more difficult and god does ask you to give over more of yourself and, and make bigger sacrifices but then at the same time those gifts of his only increase the, the joy and the peace and, mm. the, mm. and his faithfulness and the more I am called to rely on him the more I see his crazy provision and it's like I always call it one wild adventure you know and that's what he calls us into and it's it's a, it's a scary and really exciting place to be where you're totally reliant on him mm. <laughs> and you await his provision in in many different ways and yeah 
Mm. He shows up like a good father. Like how much more does a good father mm. want to give gifts, good gifts to his children? That's mm. like God does too. Do you guys remember that song that ca- went huge in lockdown called The Blessing yeah. that came from Exodus, that Levitical priest blessing? Mm. And Beautiful. that it spoke so much to people, didn't it? Like it went viral yeah. because we were just longing for God to meet us in this isolation, in this fear mm. and um it like it's biblical to speak that blessing over yourself mm. the lord bless you and keep you may his face shine upon you and give you rest and peace um mm. yeah yeah and that reminded me actually what i had forgotten earlier <laughs> <laughs> good go for it um that one of the other massive blessings that we get in god and in himself is hope and mm. that's what i don't find anywhere else in the world and i think with the blessing song it's talking about and your children and your children's children, children yeah and, children. The legacy. and there's this idea of legacy which we all love we all have this innate desire for legacy and to be eternal and everything um and we are also aware that we're not it you know and mm. we're not you know our generation we're here for a temporary amount of time and god offers us that eternal hope that we know where we're going we know where we're heading we know that everything we do here has eternal significance and isn't isn't meaningless or, or a waste um and that's a huge source of hope and i often you know when i meet people out and about who don't believe in god they'll often ask me why i do and then often one of the first questions after <laughs> we've had that chat is i'll ask them where they find their hope because and that's a it's a genuine question for me because i'm utterly baffled as to where people get hope from because you know life is difficult <laughs> and our yeah. world's really broken and we're so aware of that right now and i just think like yeah without hope we'll have nothing mm. yeah and what yeah. a huge gift that we have that hope as an anchor mm. say security for our souls yeah how about you Ames well one of the passages that I found that I think speaks quite well into both sides of it like yes he provides for our needs but he also provides for so much more than our kind of daily needs um it's Matthew 6 30 to 33 and it says but if God so clothed the grass of the fields Mm. which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven will he not much more clothe you You, oh you of little faith Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, what shall I eat? What shall I drink? What shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all of these things will be added to you. Mm -hmm. And it's like God knows what we need in our daily life. He knows that we need to eat, and we need a job, and we need money so that we can survive. But that's basic. You know, like he provides that for you no matter what. And it's like what's more of it is the you know seeking him seeking his kingdom going after his will and like he's already got that sorted and the rest of it is like actually what he's wanting to bless you with Mm. um so like i know that he's blessed me with a job and i know that he's blessed me with friends but actually the bigger blessing is him and what he can provide but i still know that i can go to him and ask for him i need this like i'm struggling or i need a job (laughs) you know he will give me the kind of more basic human needs and he does bless me with those but yeah. the bigger blessing is actually who he is and th- and that goodness that comes with knowing and being in relation with him. Yeah. And I think that that unravels as you grow in your faith like often when you're a baby Christian and you're praying and your uh, your prayers gets answered you're like, "Oh, he, he does provide. I can trust him." And that trust starts to grow and with that that surrender mm. that actually I don't want him just for the stuff he offers me and the way he answers my prayer. I want him for him because I want relationship with God and then I don't know it just unlocks this new way of like 
actually the gift is learning to trust God mm. and just knowing like he's provided every other time up until this very point like I will hold on to that even though it's not clear right now I don't know about you guys but God can sometimes be quite last minute <laughs> like, oh yeah <laughs> I like a plan I like my certainty <laughs> I want to know where I'm living next year by like January <laughs> and um mm. yeah and yeah he, his timing is perfect and yet in being so fixated on the thing we can lose sight of who he is mm. and lose sight of the gift of trying to trust mm. and surrender in the not knowing because I think in the not knowing that is where faith gets to operate that's where your faith gets to stretch and grow mm. and he always comes through like he won't let you down and yet we have to kind of have open hearts to to receive that from him mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and I think as you said like the more you experience where he has come through for you sometimes if you ask something and he doesn't give it to you you can be like actually i know this means there's probably something better coming around the corner Mm. and it is but sometimes you're sitting with with that unanswered prayer or the unprovided thing and sitting in the lack and definitely and then we haven't even touched on the discipline of god like when he actually says nope Mm. and not that and that's not actually going to work and probably don't have time to go into that but it like <laughs> it's that sense of parenthood isn't it as like become yeah. a parent like you want the best for your child and sometimes the best is showing them that it, that's not going to work or mm. yeah and god mm. chooses to bless you by mm. not giving you the thing you want yeah like a toddler and <laughs> growing your character yep mm. cool well thanks for listening guys yeah good chat about blessings Go be blessed, everyone. Blessed potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) I notice a difference between the days that I start with Jesus and the days that I don't. Mm -hmm. How much the world influences me. Mm. Whether or not I feel anxious, whether or not I feel overwhelmed, whether or not I feel happy or sad. Like I, I am much more joyful on days when I've intentionally spent even just a few minutes reading the word or praying and spending that time with Jesus to be influenced by him before I'm influenced by the world. Mm. Yeah, it makes me think of a sermon that John Mark Comer told uh, where he said, he looked at that Matthew 11 passage where it talks about being yoked to Jesus Mm. and he was like, hmm, you'd think someone who's like really knackered like in that passage would really want God to give them a mattress but here he gives them a yoke like a a, a work instrument to like attach you to Jesus you know as if you were going to pull a cart and he was like this doesn't make any sense on the surface but actually what it was about was well what it is about is um being yoked to Jesus walking in step with him in pace with Mm. him being influenced by him living life like he would and that's way better than a mattress (laughs) yeah in terms of um yeah how we live and um way more restful and peaceful to be influenced and led by him and not by the craziness of the world and Mm. all the the pressures put on us because it's really addressing the root cause not just putting a plaster Mm. on the wound Mm. yeah yeah